0: All right. This is the Psychotic Strength Podcast. This is Tyler Townsend.
1: And this is Ramona Locken.
0: All right. It's the 8th of January. This is the first one of this year. I'm actually going to have to change the season. I put it season three. This will be season four. Wow. First episode.
1: Yeah. Yeah. One week into the new year.
0: Yeah. You're on the first episode of season four. Okay. Yay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay. It's exciting.
0: It is. Um, Yeah. So the topic today is going to be you. Um, you're a coach an amazing real estate coach you've coached me quite a bit as well at least when I was most successful so that says something
1: yeah yeah it does <laughs> yeah get back in to see me that's what that says Absolutely. <laughs> you're on a great trajectory upwards right now right
0: right so, so uh, I definitely need to keep that trajectory headed in the direction it is yeah so, um, we're definitely gonna talk a bit about that uh, first thing we're gonna hit is gym update Like always, Um, and so for me, I'm still coaching, doing really well. My gym part of it is struggling a bit. I have a couple injuries I'm dealing with. Uh, I got tennis elbow in this elbow at the moment, and then I have uh, just a rotating shoulder injury on this side, which is um, I went to do pull-ups yesterday and I got like two before I had to just let go, and it was it was horrendous. Like it it is a lot of pain.
1: Yeah, that's no fun. That's no fun. I too have been struggling with a left knee injury, and I don't know what it is. It's it's not it's not skeletal. It's something soft tissue, but it's a lot of pain. And so my gym update: I was at the gym yesterday. I, I try to go a good three, four, five times a week. I know that okay. sounds, but it it all well, depends on my knee injury, right. and you know, and what's happening with that. So that you know, it's frustrating when you don't know what's happening and and it, yeah. it's like I, I couldn't even carry the the I'd like to hit free weights that's my favorite and um some machines but um I, I follow the path that my personal trainer put me in you you warm up for the first like six seven minutes and then you kind of stretch and then you hit weights and this year I started hitting hitting the weights even harder to just gain that muscle strength and and bone density, that will help me as, you know, I'm progressing you progress in my, in yeah. you know, in life. And and, um, and so I have not, noticed yesterday with my knee, carrying those weights back to the bench was a little hard. So, so I was I, going I machines. So like I
0: you put out there that uh, your personal trainer, now, I, now for people who can't see Ramona, um, very nice build. Right. Well, you thank were, you. You were what was it, Miss uh, Miss Vancouver or something? <laughs> Miss Washington. Yeah, Mrs.
1: Clark County. Yeah. Mrs.
0: Clark County, right? Yeah. Um, I just I love to point out the fact that people, especially ladies, get very upset about well, I don't want to lift weights, I don't want to be all bulky and gross, right? I, I don't want to look like a man. Well
1: You're not going to look not, like a man. Right. Well, yeah, like, unless not.
0: you have a certain amount of testosterone in your body, which yeah. is usually synthetically put there, you're not.
1: That is something that my naturopath physician, um, there's DHEA, which is the pre-compound, and, and I by no means am any yeah. expert on this, but it's a pre-compound that creates testosterone, yeah. which supports all the other hormones in our body, and it's a very important for our memory, for our drive, for our ability to lose weight, for our ability to regulate all the other hormones. So as a woman, we, and a, a man, we need all the hormones, right. and it's keeping them in check and balance. And so that was something she explained to me that the importance of weightlifting as a woman is it creates that healthy bone density that we need. It it builds our muscles so that we have the strength. It helps with our memory. It helps with all those other things that we need as a woman. So
0: Right. And and as a woman, you're gonna grow muscle differently than a man would because you're a woman. Yeah. So it yeah. so these women that they look up to, like like J Lo and like all these like like these beautiful bodied women, right? That like besides the fake stuff they put in their body, they are working out with weight. They are because that's how you get that leg toneness, that upper body toneness. It doesn't mean you're going to get huge, and it's really frustrating that a lot of women think that. And um, powerlifting is actually an amazing way. What's that? Do Do you watch Game of Thrones?
1: Little bit, I okay.
0: Well, the main chick, right? The dragon lady, I didn't watch oh, Dragon Thrones yeah. either, Game of Thrones either. She was a power lifter for a long time, so her yeah. body, the way she looks, is from lifting heavy. Yeah, everybody's like, I don't want to look all bad. Like, no, no, that's how you get the body you're looking for, right? Is lifting weight,
1: yeah. I heard this thing years ago that um, muscle burns fat, so it does. you build muscle so it eats the fat, it doesn't take away from the cardio. We still need cardio, and, and I think on the opposite opposite side of what you're saying where women are afraid to do heavy lifting a lot of the men that are power lifters and i know they're afraid to do the cardio and i tell them you know cardio is not a four-letter word it can be your friend you just have to do them both in unison with one another in a way where you're not burning up your muscle your your cardio so that you have that your healthy heart and and it it it's really good for your brain to do like a brisk walk or a light run, about 20 minutes in, your your brain, the brain activity of what it does is really beneficial, and you start getting ideas and clear thoughts. And you know that's why if you just um, like if you're struggling with a problem, you know like oh my gosh, I don't know how to do this thing, or I don't I can't figure out the solution to whatever you're facing. Just go for a really brisk walk for about 20 30 minutes, and you'll start getting ideas. So cardio is really good for you on many levels. It's just that's not what is going to change your body. Is what's going to change your body is that lifting of weights.
0: Right. And, and it is, um, you know, that's that's one of the main reasons uh, power lifters, um, like, they don't do any cardio whatsoever, right? They just don't. It's the three static lifts. It's your squat, your bench, your deadlift. That's it. That's all they work on. That's all they ever do. That's why yeah. they get, like, that power belly. That's just, like, this big belly that just it's they're very strong.
1: Oh sure, but they have yes. nothing
0: right. Yeah. and then strongman I appreciate a lot more because it's very functional strength. We do a lot of walking movements as well, like we're we're picking things up and walking with them. We're picking things up and moving them. You know, oh, interesting.
1: And so you get that full body. It's movement, it's full body.
0: And yeah. so if anybody wants to be successful at strongman, which is I, I teach this in my class, which you need not. I don't want to say an extensive cardio background. You need that endurance training. The guy who's won the world's strongest man is a six-foot dude with abs, and he looks amazing. And you know what he's doing? He's running to everything. Oh, running.
1: Yeah. Well, Whereas okay. strongmen, I...
0: the old-school version of it is you're just this gigantic blob of a human. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's completely changing right yeah. now. The, the whole sport's evolving.
1: Yeah, interesting. You need it all yeah.
0: Yeah. now to be the strongest man in the world. Because this guy, is sometimes he's beating people because he's getting to the elements faster. That's giving him yeah. four seconds ahead of this guy who walked to the to the next one.
1: Yeah, because he doesn't have what the cardio or the, he doesn't have the ability to, to run. Right. He, it's not his muscle memory. It's not what he does. So. Right.
0: He's so big that like he cannot breathe
1: Yeah, because of his walking
0: like that. So, I mean, I've been big enough to where I was 320 pounds and there was a lot of muscle involved, but there was also a lot of fat. And in that, I don't know why this is making noises, um, and in that, I couldn't breathe. I just could not like I I could barely put on my socks like I could barely like if I'm being honest I could barely wipe my own ass yeah because I was just so fucking your big your
1: listeners probably love that, that that's well, why that, this is, that's yeah. the thing I that's mean, why they tune in here so right. that's I'm awesome Yeah. I'm very open yeah. About yeah. It, right? so it's
0: it's, uh, it's just it, yeah. being that big is not fun mm-hmm. and I love what's happening nowadays like there's a there's this guy Brian Shaw he's like one of the main he's been strongman champion a bunch of times he's even changed his entire body he was—he's like six foot six or some shit, oh my and around four hundred something pounds. He yeah. had a huge gut because everyone thought that's what you needed to be this world's strongest man. He's lost all that weight and gained more strength.
1: Interesting, yeah. It, it's yeah. insane
0: because it, yeah. people need to understand how well-rounded your body needs to be to be champion. Yeah,
1: yeah. And how
0: how well-rounded your body needs to be to be fully. Mobile, like, like you want to live a long, healthy, beautiful life, right? right. You yeah. need that bone density from lifting weights. You need that that work that your body needs to be put through in order to survive yeah. a lot of these things.
1: And it's interesting, I last weekend watched this um documentary on what was i called like the secret life of fat or the something mm-hmm. about fat but how important fat is to our bodies like yeah. we don't want to be at zero fat even as, as ladies we, we we can't do that it's not healthy for us but there's again there's everything in balance and there's a healthy amount of fat and they broke down how sumo wrestlers like you look at mm-hmm. them they're very big people but their body they don't have the fat on the interior of the body around their organs there's no fat around their, heart, their inner tissues, because they're working out like seven hours a day. yeah, And they're very strong, but they have this extra fat because that's what they need for their type of competition. And yet there's, there's certain things that they can't do, like what you were just saying, and that when they stop that exercise program, then they slip into a really unhealthy way of fat because that gets in and around their tissue. And so they were breaking it down how you can be a really thin person, but have that inner fat Around your heart and, and yeah. organs, and and still not really be healthy. So you need its diet, its exercise, it's the right type of exercise, it's weight training, cardio. You know, it's it's being balanced in all of it, uh, specifically for the type of sport that you're going after.
0: Right, and and you know, it, it's it's pretty crazy to think that everyone thinks uh, like oh, running a marathon so healthy, all that other stuff. You know, that is one of the most destructive things to your body.
1: Interesting. To
0: run that many miles. (laughs) That's why I don't do it. Well and and the real marathon runners, the ones who are champion, are like little sticks. Yeah. You know, I mean, like running around bloody nipples and
1: everything. Oh, like, my goodness. Well, the first marathon runner died right after he completed his. Life. There you go. <laughs> so.
0: Like, that just screams <laughs> don't do that to me. No. <laughs> but.
1: but all things are possible though when you train for them, right? Absolutely. And, and when you put yourself in those daily habits, you can you can accomplish anything.
0: Well, and there's also a difference so. in living for longevity, right? And like, like stuff that I do. Like, I, I do train my body past certain limits that people should. And and that's definitely something I do consistently. Now that brings me to a point where I can do things that most people cannot. Like, like I was telling my class the other day, 5% of the entire population works out consistently. I'm stronger than probably 90% of those people. So I'm part of 1% of the entire population in strength. Yeah. I can walk into a Costco and be pretty damn sure I'm the strongest person in a Costco.
1: For on sure, like a Saturday
0: yeah. or Sunday. You know what I mean? And that makes me feel amazing. But I've also had to do things to my body that you probably shouldn't be doing, you know? Right. Like, I mean, picking up 700 pounds on your body is... I've lost two inches of height since high school. Two full inches now. Oh,
1: because of the compression the... Because of, of the, the compression the, yeah. of my
0: bones, my joints, my spine, yeah. all that other stuff. I, I was 5'10 in high school. I'm 5'8 now.
1: Yeah, interesting. So it's, it, it's... It's the little things that you do every day yep. that add up to the results that you're looking for. And I, I, I know you're going to get into you know, why I'm, I'm here and who I, I, I am and all of that. But that, in a nutshell, you're, we're talking about gym and, and what is it, the gym update. And, right. You know, so, but it's what you're willing to do consistently day in and day out. Well, it that correlates. Adds. Yeah. You know,
0: I, I do the gym constantly, so I, I, I use it as a reference point to everything. But it's such a good reference point. I mean, like, like we're saying, like, like like the everyday things, right? Mm-hmm. So our main topic is, is coaching basically you. I'd love a little rundown of kind of who you are, what makes you who you are. And then I'd love to kind of jump into what you mm-hmm. feel makes a good coach. Because I wouldn't let somebody coach me that I didn't feel was a good coach, right? And I'm more than happy to have you coach me. Right, there's yeah. there's like three people in my life so far that I've trusted to coach me. And I'm like honor
1: then. <laughs> well, you're the only one I've
0: trusted with my business.
1: Yeah. If wow. that makes any sense. Okay.
0: There's too many two other people that I trusted with my body. One was a mistake, and the other one is a phenomenal human being and I'll always ask him questions. And yeah. he yeah. always has my respect for that. So let's yeah. get into that. Okay. Let's get into what makes you you first.
1: Okay. What do you want to know?
0: I would like to know, okay, let's start let's let's do a brief young update, right? Okay. Where were you born? Kind of how did high school stuff oh, go?
1: We're going way back. We're going all the way back. Yeah, okay. Let's find it personal. Like,
0: <laughs> well it really these are all building blocks. Yeah. yeah. Right? Everything yeah. that has happened to us, everything that we've done makes us who we are.
1: You know, that's so interesting because I have a program that I, I take people through where they're finding kind of their superpower is what I call it. It's, it's finding what makes you, you. And I take them back to when they were kids to examine, like, look at like, what did you do that was fun when you were young? You know, what were you complimented on? What, you know, where did you find joy and stuff? I mean, I'm talking young, like three, four, five, you know, like grade school age. Yeah. And from that, you can pluck out things that, that you still love to do now because at the core of who you are, it's, it's who you are and what makes you, you. And so... Doing that program um, this past year a few different times in classes and individually, um, I really came back and looked at my own life like on a deeper thing. You know, I I did this and I looked at it, you know, it's like, and then just thinking about it, I was like, I remember being really little and playing office.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: (laughs) I started working. So I was born in Longview, Washington um, to a single mother who was very entrepreneurial. And um, I have older siblings, and um, and so it's kind of it's kind of a fun you know little tidbit of a story. Both my parents are born on Christmas Day. Wow! I found out. Um, this sounds sad, but I, I never knew my dad, but always had peace around that. I felt like God put this peace over my heart. That you know I was okay with that. I knew who he was. I just never had a relationship with him. Okay. And um, and so my birthday's in October, and then I learned this oh about eight or nine years ago that you know, they get given the time of year and when they met and their birthdays and the holiday season that, you know, I'm their I'm their like passion baby, like, okay. you know, you So so I find you know, it's it's a story that you weave around yourself, right? And so um, you know, I always knew that I was loved and I always knew that um, you know, my mom adored me and cherished me and, and I had a great stepdad and, you know, older siblings and um, my mom um, was a social worker and did some pretty amazing things like she even ran for governor of oregon one year and Whoa. you know and she did some we found out there's you know some other things that are you know kind of surprising like she was definitely a game changer for her time okay. and um and so as what that did is it instilled in me this this desire this this she's always telling me you can do anything you want if you just put your mind to it right. just you can do whatever you know anything you want and um
0: so real quick with that though as a parent myself, I feel like walk the talk with yeah. that. And, and like, it sounds like your mom, that's what she did. And I always, like I love my mom to death, but my mom would say the same thing. But I'd always be like, you're always so unhappy. You always hate your job. You always yeah. do that other stuff. So it didn't make any sense. So as a parent myself, I've made sure that I'm like, you can do whatever you want. Now, let me show you how.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and expose them to the failures as well as the win. Absolutely, right. It's it's not just they always cuddling, and you know, I got I got a little bit of both from right. my, my mom and definitely my older siblings. And you know, as much as my mom loved me, I half the time I didn't really think my siblings enjoyed me being around. <laughs> you know, okay. it's definitely the annoyance and you know on things. But so, were um, you the youngest? I was second to the youngest, second I was young, the youngest, yeah, okay. the younger brother. But I I was I was my mom's right. I mean, I would go. I remember going to the market, so we would go to, she had a craft store, craft, and she was very creative. And so we would go and she would negotiate and, and buy buy goods for the, the store. And, and then and then you repackage, so you buy lots and then you repackage them. So I learned how to do that really young. By 10 years old, I could run the cash register and make change and like ring people out of the store. And um, it, yeah, it was just all this crazy experience that I had with her. and. I guess when I was real young when she was involved with politics, she asked me one day when I was, I don't know, mid-teenagers, she says, do you remember going to Salem down to, like, playing in the governor's office? And I'm like, no, not, I don't remember that at all. Yet it was something that I was exposed to. Yeah. And so that was that was kind of the foundation that has always kind of lived inside me. So, so my career path has always been one that's very entrepreneurial. That's, um, I discovered... You know, I was nineteen. I was made a manager of other people at the cable office, and you know, I, was like I think I had five employees underneath me at nineteen. I'm like, what are these people thinking? Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. and um, and so that led me into a path and, and discovering sales. That's one way you can. Um, I, I worked as a interior designer, and doing that, I would rep a product. So, um, so I worked with budget blinds, and I would do windows, and then I would get to design people's homes through that or I, I did that with furniture, and then you get to design homes, but you have the sales side of, you know, so you have that consistent income kind of kind of thing. Right. And then um, and then somehow I, I was able to get into telecom. So I, I you know, as a cable office, and then um, doing marketing, and um, oh, what all did I do? They're marketing and, and selling. We were laying cable in the office. This was like early 80s when cable was going, being laid into yeah. the community, so I, had a team that I ran that we sold cable and you know I have to speak about that and then jump ahead probably 20 years I w- I went back into the telecom industry for business to business sales and wow. um and and so this weird tech side of my brain that that I had and I I became a um, certified as a Cisco router like, you know I could you know, the IT specialist, (laughs) but knew right away, like, okay, this, even though I have some kind of weird aptitude for it, I really liked people. I didn't like sitting in a room. So I knew that. So, um, you know, all all of that being said, I, at that time, I had been married, and I had children, and, and, um, and, you know, like many do. um, When you marry young, especially my high school sweetheart, we went through a divorce, and so... I had to find um, a career that offered um, abundance and yet a flexible enough time frame so that I could take care of the kids. Right. And being in telecom business to business, it didn't really allow for that. There was pretty definite set times I had to work. And so somebody said, well, hey, if you get your real estate license, I'll hire you. And that was something I was always interested in, didn't really know how to break into the industry. But when she said, you know, I'll hire you, I thought, oh, my goodness, how generous is that? She's so <laughs> nice. Okay. She's so nice. She would hire me without knowing anything. So I got my real estate, my Oregon real estate license, and this was in 2001. Got my Oregon real estate license and um, started working real estate. And and that took me uh, from her little one brokerage. I, I, I soon discovered that a single broker, I was... I was making coffees for. I wasn't really learning real estate. Right. So I went to a larger brand, um, a large national brand, and that's that's where I, I got the mentorship and and the training and the coaching that I needed to really launch into real estate. Right. And which is
0: very important in this industry that people so just important. overlook. They think yeah. you're going to get their license and just be amazing.
1: No, there's such as you know. It's yeah. it's there's a there's a lot to it, and because you have to you have to know how to do the business. And you have to know how to work on the business, as well as you have to know how to work on your own mind frame. And um, I remember when I, I first joined that firm, I was in my office and my desk faced the door. And there is a man who had been in business for a very long time at the time. And he popped into my office and, you know, he said, welcome, welcome. You know, it's nice to have you here. He goes, my bit of advice for you is for you to work on your business as much as you do in your business and i smiled and i said thank you not knowing what he was talking about at all i was clueless and this is before people had websites cell phones weren't really a thing they were just coming out i sold them in telecom but most people didn't really have a cell phone they still have a briefcase with them a lot of them yeah. did you yeah. f- you had hard file copies you would you would carry paperwork with you to fill out you know and press hard cuz there's three copies and you know that kind of thing so it's when i first got my license a lot of the other agents said to me you're so lucky because all the homes are now online <laughs> right like we had those books before so i've
0: heard about the books i know nothing yeah. about them I yeah, don't it was. Understand even how it works.
1: Well, it was like a phone book or any other kind of catalog. And every, I think it was every week, they would come out with all the new listings that were input the week before. So by the time you got the book, the listings were old. Now I didn't really experience that because just right before I came in, everything was put online. So we just. I've always used the multiple listing service here. So, nice. okay. but yeah, it was, it was really interesting. The, you'd flip through and, and try to find your clients at home with these books and it was, the information was held really tight to, toward the, the industry and towards the brokers. So anyway, so seen a lot of changes since 2001 and well, absolutely, yeah. And I think one of the things that helped me in my career is that I had a coach. I joined a company where there was mentorship and then I had the opportunity to coach with, um, his name was Dave Doleman, and for anybody who's listening, he was he was an amazing instructor, and what he set out is a foundation for many of the programs we see out there right now today. So okay. he worked with the National Association of Realtors, and somehow, somehow, by the grace of God, I was able to coach with this amazing man. I still have a lot of his tools and stuff that I use with some of my clients. Wow. And so... He was very instrumental um, as I moved forward. Um, you know, from two thousand eight. I mean, two thousand one to two thousand eight. We know it happened. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. We all, you know, kind of have the giant dip. Uh
1: huh. Yeah, and um, off the cliff, and um, and my coach. He said, "This is what you need to do. You, you know, it's like foot on the gas now. Get back to basics. It, same thing that we're saying now with the adjustments that we see now because of the interest rates." And, and you know, and I have to say, being a coach and working with people in many industries, getting back to basics is a really basic thing. It's right. n- not just exclusive to real estate. It's, you know, the gym. Like, you have your oh, yeah. basic work. A curl is a curl, right? You have an arm curl. You can have hold it in different ways to get the muscle, but it's still you're curling your arms. You're bench pressing. You're, you know, it's still the same basic workouts. Right. You're just... Twi- twitching it up or you know, switching it up a little bit. Right. So um, anyway, so so my business, like everybody's, dipped down, but I was able to come out of that really strong because of that coach. And so because of that coach, it, and um, and I was growing a team, and um, and I thought that was really cool. So um, I toyed around with that, but then I decided it was time to take it to the next level. So what i at the time could see and this gets to your question what makes a good coach
0: right. is
1: that there's different kinds of coaching Absolutely. and <laughs> i had the desire <clears throat> to really coach on a deep level more than just the consulting type of coaching where it's if you want to go get a listing this is how many doors you can knock on this is how many people you can call this is the script you can say now go do it and you too will find success that doesn't speak into the mind block of, and the things that hold you back from doing those things. Absolutely. And it doesn't speak into your energy level or your attitude around doing those things.
0: Right, because I mean, I have a list of all the shit I could do to make me money, and
1: that you don't. Doesn't do
0: it. mean I'm going to do those things. Right.
1: And then, then if why? you don't, yeah, why? And so it was that space in between <clears throat> is where I wanted to coach. Right. And and so I went to school, and um, I pulled back out of real estate. I went to school full-time, and I learned the science of the brain and, and the body and emotions and habits. And um, I learned communication skills, and I learned um, leadership development. And I did all of this in, in, a, in a college format. So I earned undergrad, accidentally double-majored as an undergrad, okay. <laughs> and then moved on um, with, a, with a business, um, with an MBA, real estate-focused MBA program. And then, and then went into a coaching, a national coaching certification program and have just continued my wow. education since then. So that, was, that was, when did I start that? I think that was probably two, 2010. So for the past 10, 11 years, it's been a lot, of, a lot of time, money, effort in developing what makes a really good coach. Okay. So to answer your question, long story short, yeah. there's you know, a huge overview about me. But what makes a really good coach, according to the International Coaching Federation, is somebody, we I as a certified coach, believe that you know what you need to do already. It's not my job to tell you. It's just I'm just a reflection or a container holder for you to discover, what you need to do so that you can remove those blocks in order to get done what you need to get done.
0: Right.
1: So that's, it's, it's having a coach should, that person person should see the power of who you are long before you can even see it yourself and help you get there.
0: That's, that's, that's a very good point. You know, um, I've actually dealt with a little bit, now uh, some people listen to my podcast that this might hurt their feelings. <laughs> right? but um, I've actually dealt with a few people, even friends, that <clears throat> have been lifting for about a year-ish um, are very good at it. Do not get me wrong. They're, they're absolutely amazing. They've done some amazing things with their body. They've done some amazing things, um, but now they're coaching, and I'm pissed, and I'm like, how how dare you? And so that, of course, comes to what you view a coach being. Um, I refused to coach for money for years. People would ask me if I would coach and I, I no, you want to come and work out with me? That's fine. I'll teach you what I know. I'll help you out as much as I can, but I don't feel like I'm qualified to coach because of what I consider a coach to be, right? I consider a coach to be someone who could teach you. You have a question, they're going to be able to answer that question. They're going to be able to get you past. There's a difference between being able to write a program, right? Anyone can write a program. I can go online and find a program. These are the steps you need to succeed. That's not yeah. what this is about. I need to figure out what is holding you back from completing these super simple things.
1: Right, and write and back at you because I would view you, I would argue back with you um, stepping out of coach mode um, right. as your friend, I would, I would argue that you, you indeed are a coach. Um, being a coach doesn't mean that you have all the answers. It, it means that you are holding space for somebody else so that they can discover what their answers are. A consultant helps guide that person through with saying, here's a script or here's how you hold the weight and this is, this is the bar path that you should take to get to that particular muscle or you know, whatever that space at being. And, and having the tools necessary to be able to guide that person through the two right. of here's a consultant, you know, here's what you do, and here's a coach, okay? Um, and just asking open-ended questions to help them you know, see what they need to do, because those lessons stick deeper.
0: Right. So
1: um, I heard this analogy recently that um, if you were walking along a, a road and you were, with a cons- um, you were with a therapist, that's what it is, if you were with a therapist, and you got to a gate and there's a lock on the gate, the therapist is going to ask questions like, well, who do you think put the lock on there? And how do you feel about this? And, well, you know, was there, have you ever approached a gate with a lock in the past? And how did that make you feel? You know, and, and do all this like, you know, past look, which can be extremely beneficial for different things that you need to work on. Right. You know, like you need a whole team of people, right? Whereas a coach, you'll come across a gate and there's a lock on it. And they'll ask you, well, you know, what do you think about this lock? What are some ways you think you can get that lock off? How can we get around this lock? You know right.
0: what? And so they'll
1: get this, answers this out this of even you. a
0: door you want to unlock?
1: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it'll be answers that you come up with so that you can get over that lock and move on. Now does it help heal past trauma? Not necessarily, that's where you might need a therapist. Right. Is it? Is it necessarily consulting? No, you might need a consultant to help you with things. Right. But neither of those things will help you if if maybe like you just said, you don't wanna even get through that gate. Right. Maybe it's going down a road, you realize, I don't even wanna go down there, so.
0: Well, so that was that was kind of the point I'm, I'm getting at right now, which is um, I get really frustrated when people are just like, they've completed something, and they're like, now I can teach others. Well, that's not, you haven't experienced what this even is yet. Like, like for lifting for me is a part of, huge part of my life, and it's more than just picking up heavy weight. So a lot of the things I say, like in my class, people are like well how heavy should I go how heavy do you want to go hmm right like like what are you trying to gain out of this like are you trying to just be fit and be strong that's fine then then this is where you should be now are you trying to compete and be competitive when right. you compete because there's also people who just compete because they like it and there's people who compete because they want to win right so where are you at in this process like well do you think this is too much for me is it
1: yeah there's no one simple answer right it's, so yeah. this is what I'm
0: trying to explain to these people and they're just like well I'd like you to know the percentages I should be pulling right well for people who want to lift I'd say 40% people who want to compete I'd say 60% people who want to win I'd say 80% now my job here as well is first of all to get you through these barriers that are there's so many mental blocks in lifting as well, like I just yeah. had a guy who was scared as hell to pick up four seventy-five on his deadlift. Uh,
1: yeah. Right. Well,
0: well, he's he's pretty strong, right? Um, and he's he's like nervous, like he, he's like I don't know if I can do. That. I'm like pick up the fucking weight, like just get over right, there yeah. and do it right now. He picked it up for five.
1: Wow. Which yeah.
0: Yeah. It was the most he's ever picked up before, and I was kind of like, you could have just did two.
1: You right, know, now you're showing like, off. <laughs> well, it's not about you're just showing off. Like you,
0: did that, you did that for your yeah. ego, right? And now, instead of being able to, you know for sure you can pick that weight up, you've gotten past that mental block, now we can pick up 500, I guarantee it. Well, now you did five, now your body can't do that. You yeah. physically could have if you didn't blow it because of your ego, you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: So it's helping, it's helping a person all around determine... There's so, determine so many different the, yeah.
0: facets yeah. to being a coach. And I feel like yeah. if you've been lifting for a year, you don't even know what lifting is. Yeah. Like, if you consistently do something, you're going to be pretty good at it.
1: Yeah. It's interesting because coach is such a broad, encompassing word. And... I I had a, I have, have a friend who is a therapist and she often asks me, So what's the difference between you as a coach and me as a therapist who's had, you know, years of training and, and I was like, Well, you know, I also have had years of training, it just is right. different. Um, I definitely don't diagnose anybody she doesn't either so there's also psychologists right who diagnose and there's um as in your world there's there's coaching right you that's what you call like the football coach or the baseball coach and because you're explaining how to do something and then but you're also discovering where their limits are what their desires are what are their goals uh, um their limitations how to protect themselves you know there's so many different types of of coaching and i'm i'm with you it's you know, I I would definitely view you as a coach. I would view somebody else who you know maybe they're just a year into their, or so you know into their um, weightlifting journey, and they're going to guide somebody else as a coach too because they're just they're just a few steps ahead, but they can well, learn together. So
0: my, my theory with that is I feel like that's dangerous.
1: And there's in in your world in doing that kind of powerlifting and and stuff. Yes, it's hopefully people know what they're doing and you know and right. all of that um, because you know I too sometimes get, get you know kind of you know as a deep breath or whatever when somebody will they'll download an article off of Facebook and they'll rate it and they're like oh I'm a coach I'm going to go help coach I've had a couple friends do that like hey I think I'm going to be a coach I just took a test and they said that I could be, I could be a coach right. and I'm like okay that's that's great you know and it's I by no means ever want to hold anybody back Right. and like you you've Put in a lot of time and effort into knowing your craft and knowing what to do, and, and that quality is important to you. And that's what I hear you saying is like right. the quality of the industry is important to you. And and for me and many other certified coaches, you know, we feel the same way. It's like the, well, the quality of what it means to be a coach is important to us. Absolutely. And you know, if and so there's different, I don't know, different levels or different things that people could do. And well, I just have, have a
0: hard time with somebody doing that. Right? Oh, I've, I've done this for a little bit, and I think I I think I know what I'm doing. The When I say it's dangerous, I don't just mean uh, physically, because it is in my industry. It very is. Uh, or it is. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it is it like up. that. But what I'm saying is we've talked about how I coach and what I want to be as like a team lead, as a coach myself. Yes. Um, and my goal is always to create... Um, the next generation of this industry, right? That's what I want to create. And whatever industry I'm in, whether it's, I want to create the next generation of strongmen, of power lifters, of strength athletes. And to do that, you need to instill a certain mindset and understanding of this craft, right? And so what I find dangerous is someone who, maybe you are good at this for you, but can you teach all the people, or at least a couple different types of people, because there's no one way to coach anybody. You can't just be like, this is the way to coach. It'll work for anybody. That's not how this works. And if you think it is, you need to readjust how you're doing it, right? But what I'm, what I'm saying is dangerous is you're going to coach these people and maybe they, this person finds success. Well, it's not going to work for everybody. And you're going to constantly be putting out slightly maybe mediocre people and those slightly maybe mediocre people are gonna continue to grow. Every single person we touch in humanity creates, I believe, a ripple, right? And if you keep touching negatively or maybe with good intention but without purpose, then that that ripple isn't gonna create good things. It's gonna continue to ripple out in the wrong direction.
1: So it's, it's interesting, the other day we were talking about this because you are growing a real estate team. Right. And, and what you had just said, it, it's, it's creating that next generation of agents who, who will be working in this industry and, and beyond. Right. And, and that conversation, plus a few other ones last week, is people grow. Like, you grow or you die. That's yeah, a law. Like, right, there's, you grow or you, that's nature. There's um, atrophy that sets in. Either if you don't grow, it's atrophy. And entropy, I think, is the word. Entropy sets in. So it's okay. the, um, the atrophy constant... Atrophy is a body thing, right? Atrophy, yeah. And, and is it entropy? Is like the constant the constant state of decay. So I don't know, do you I don't know big words. It's you're either <laughs> growing or you're going, you're die like right. It's a law. So, okay, so with that said, so... I realize that listening to you just now that there's different levels of coaching, just like there's different levels as we grow through. And what if that newer person that's a year in who's now coaching or helping somebody else, they're going to grow through that, and then the next phase will be somebody that they need maybe like you or that's somebody in between. You know, that your level where you coach somebody for strong men isn't maybe necessarily the new person getting in. Maybe it's somebody who's already got reached a certain level and then now they need you
0: interesting I like that I do like that because that's what you're saying is you know what that's fantastic because maybe these people who are year in uh, maybe they can just pull someone into the industry show them that they can do it and show them that that lifting is possible and and that their journey is possible well then eventually that person's going to find out okay well I do need something more and be able to upgrade and move up Coaching as well, so that's, that's a very good point because I, I like that a lot. Maybe yeah, these people are there to bring
1: people in. There's space. There's space for everybody. Right. It's right. Otherwise, it's a very limited mindset, and and we we talk about abundance and we make at least myself. I know you do too. I I strive to make decisions based on abundance and. And, you know, what's the next thing? Because limiting is, you know, that's either grow or die, right? That's that die side of the equation. So right. so if there's space for everybody, then it's not everybody in the same space. It's it's throughout a lifespan of whatever that is that people can live in and play. No, I don't know. My inquisical face right now, they can't see. <laughs> well, no, it's, yeah.
0: it, it's just, it's very good, you know. Um, and every coach brings something different to someone's life as well. I mean, I've learned things yeah. from many coaches that I've taken little tidbits and, and created who I am.
1: Right. Yeah. Every coach brings something different to somebody's life, but everybody's life needs a different coach at different times. Right. So that was, that
0: was cool. I like the way yeah, that came out. Like how that yeah. How Yeah. That
1: was good. Um, yeah. So that's, yeah, thank you. That kind of helps me too. Well, yeah, uh, but as I, I appreciate you know, it. Yeah. It opened my
0: eyes a little bit to, instead of, I've I've been a little judgy, you know, and no, a little frustrated. No, didn't pick that up at all. <laughs> yeah. So I am like I'm a little I'm a little frustrated with these people because I'm like I know what it took for me to even have the confidence to coach.
1: Right. And, but you're their coach.
0: Right. Well, you know, also at the same time maybe me coaching has up their confidence enough to to feel like they can do it. You know, yeah. I don't know. Who yeah,
1: knows? and that's a beautiful gift. And Why not? You yeah. know, yeah, and nobody does anything the same way. Right. You know, that's I, swinging it back to real estate. Uh, at the very beginning, you know, sitting in, in, you know, there was a big work room with computers and you could printers and stuff. And I'd, I'd go in there to do my work and get some listings printed off. And there'd be one of the seasoned agents and they'd be talking about their new listing. And I'd, you know, oh, how did you get that listing? And, oh, it was a referral. You know, and, and they'd like hide their flyers, you know, their stuff, and right. and I was like, oh wow, is, you know, it's so great, it's, you know, what they do, it, you know, such a mystery and so so cool, and I've eventually came to realize, it doesn't matter, it, nobody's going to do the same thing, right. the same way with the same people, so it doesn't matter. Share, share your coaching with them, encourage right. them to do something because they're not they're not you, they're not going to deliver it the same way, they're not going to have the same people, and there's more than enough people out there to work with,
0: right. Absolutely
1: just but and and with that said I, I do believe in some standards and I do believe that there course, should be yeah. you know a consistency of, of things otherwise it can be dangerous and
0: you know and yeah. I do got to think about it as well. Um, when I was coaching for free like just friends and, and family and stuff, um, I would always be up to do that but maybe I need to understand the fact that maybe some people and, and I'm, I'm going to cross my fingers on this where they would do like I do which is if you wanted someone to teach you how to stretch out and all that other stuff, I'm not good at that. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm not good at that. If you wanna know like what what stretches are good for certain things, I'll tell you what I do, but that may not be good for you, right? So I'm gonna go ahead and hope that maybe these people are focusing on some things that they're amazing at. Like one of the guys, um, I had his wife on here. Uh, I'm gonna call him out because Yes, I was talking about you, Dakota, a little bit yeah. <laughs> because uh, he well, he lost quite a bit of weight. So did his wife, okay. and they they did absolutely amazing. They're they're big on uh, keto. Oh, that's, that's a huge thing that they're focusing on. Um, and the amount of weight he lost, and and what he's done to his body so far is is phenomenal. Um, but he's done a year journey into this. He's done two bodybuilding competitions. Wow. Yeah. And. Um, I, again, I, I, I always am a big fan of if you want to compete, compete. Uh, that doesn't mean compete when you are when you think you're ready because you have to get your reps in competition in. I say this constantly. And uh, he definitely wasn't physically ready for those competitions. Like he was not going to be – he's not going to win. But the fact that he did them is absolutely amazing. The yeah, the yeah, the experience of that. Yeah, the experience of that. The experience gonna... as well, like okay. learning how to do that. I mean, he was learning – Up to day of competition how to still pose and
1: yeah it's a whole thing yeah yeah oh my god it's extremely insane (laughs) like
0: I'm trying to teach in my class how to lat spread because you need a lat spread to in order to do some of these lifts correctly and it took me probably about six years to figure it out now I was doing it by myself and I can't I was a lat spread last oh like this right like you just tuck in your shoulders no like there's a literal way of being able to spread. Your lats to make almost like wings.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, and you use yeah. them as like
0: a springboard.
1: Oh my god! So goodness. you pull yeah. them
0: back down on your bench, and then you flex them, and it shoots your whole bench off your chest. It's an entire technique of lifting, like that you have yeah. to learn, and you won't learn until you understand what lats are, and then you have to build them big enough to use. Like yeah. there's just <laughs> so there's like so much.
1: There's so much.
0: But maybe yeah. his, just, his nutrition understanding and all that other stuff will get people to a certain level. And maybe he can grow, maybe just a little faster than they are, and keep these clients and, mm-hmm. and do really well for them. And I know they're getting certified in a few things, and I think as a, as a team they're working together. So I can appreciate all that. Um, I, just, I do get frustrated because there are so many people who live for a year, see some results, and like, I could teach you how to do that. And I'm like, oh, but can you do it safely? Can you yeah. do it correctly?
1: We see we see that in all in all fields, like, right. right? Where you can look at, I mean, name anything. We're talking we're talking weightlifting and real estate and coaching now, right? And, yeah. and we've seen that in all three of those. But um, you know, to, from artists, to, you know, whatever. So it's that. It, it, I don't know if it's the what is it, Jahar's window of knowing, or you know, what it what it falls into with human nature as as far as some of those things. But. Um, I hear you. You know, yeah. it's. I've had to. I've. We have probably been there ourselves, where somebody else more sees and looked at us and kind of, you know, rolled their eyes a little bit. And well, went, oh, people are still doing that and, to me. You know, I've so, been doing this for
0: almost ten years now, yeah. and I've just now felt good enough to coach. And I've had someone be like, "You think you can coach people?" And I'm like, yeah. "Well, I mean, I can try, right?" Yeah, like, yeah. like it and does see, feel bad to have someone right to do that. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that touches on some some gales, some limiting beliefs, some assumptions, right. some you know, false false beliefs that you may have that that and that's where a good coach helps dissect those so that you you can step in and go yeah I'm a coach and and this is what it means and and it's there's I I'm certified in what's called an energy leadership index which is very scientific and I have not spoke about it much because as soon as I got certified as a coach and um And did all that. I had I had a brand come and said, "Hey, can you launch this brand for us?" That was the when I first met you. I had that brand, and so I really spoken about, okay, well, you know, how do I represent this brand? And and um, and so for the past was I've been in leadership within real estate for six years now, representing a couple different brands, and I'm just now going out on my own. As no, this I have a I have a coaching company, and I do real estate. And so I'm really getting to speak into both those. So um, I say that because I, I realized I was kind of hiding behind brands. You know, I'm the face for this company, and I need to match what their core values are. And now that's kind of away. way. Right. And, and so... Uh, you know, I can. If you look on my wall, my certification um, where I got is in energy, energy in energy leadership, and it sounds in energy leadership, and and it's there's it's science behind it. Um, there's a doctor who put this together, and and um, the reason why I chose it is because in in my path of of learning, when I was oh gosh 17 years old, one of my first like, motivational books, or I, I don't know what they call it, but it was Norman Vincent Peale enthusiasm makes a difference and this little softbound book and i you know lay in my bed at night and i'd read it and i'd get up early in the morning to where you can read it and i just fell in love with this book and it's a classic it's like you know thinking grow rich it's like from that whole thing and so you know jump ahead through the years um this energy leadership is um bruce schneider's the one that put it together um he works with corporations and he's it's um you know it's really backed by a lot of science like i said and so it really gets into how you show up for something what your attitude is like towards it how you you know are you going from like a victim mindset or being angry and then you you move up and if you're taking you know like where we are right now there's a one of the models is win win or no deal right, right. so having that win 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 like win for everybody. There's a win for you, there's a win for me, there's a win for the listeners, there's a win for the community, right? Right. So taking it to that level, that's a different type of energy that you bring into the room. When you're, even in negotiations with real estate agents, if you're, I speak a lot about recruiting with um, leaders, helping them with recruiting, so it can't just be I'm winning, it can't be just that the agent wins. How do we both win and how does the industry win from this partnership? With your buyers and sellers, how do you as an agent win? How do you help them win with your fiduciary responsibility? How do you help the other party win? And how do you help them maybe the neighborhood and the community win with this? So when you take things up to that level and, and you're removing the blocks and the things that hold you back from doing that, then it's a whole different type of energy and actions and beliefs that you bring into the room and into the conversation and... Um, not only do you see change and you see growth happen faster, but they're, they're long lasting then too.
0: Right. That's real change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, Yeah. I mean, so many things are going through my brain as you're talking, (laughs) you know I mean? Like, I don't know, like just, just so much. You've coached me for a while, right? And, and it's kind of been on and off and and it's been amazing and it's always, you always open up my mind. That's why, that's why I like talking to you and working with Thank
1: you. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. well it, like it always, Likewise, you get me thinking too. <laughs> it's encouraging. Well, I always have yeah. these
0: thoughts, right? Like, like the yeah. whole thing we were talking about, like you asked me the question, I think it was yesterday about just, maybe the day before, but uh, about um, well, what do you even want your team to be about? Like what do you bring to your team as the, as the value add? And I was like, man. And then I came up with the the whole, well, Triple T University thing, you know? Like, yeah, and right. And they're you... like, well, maybe you should do a syllabus. And, like, and I was like, wow. Like, what if we cre- could create instead of this, like, just everybody versus everybody, just dog-eat-dog, real estate yeah. thing. Like, there's so many deals out there. There's so many different opportunities there's so many different types of of realtor that are successful Mm -hmm. like why don't we just create a space of learning and ability to teach other people and have other people teach us and and some some sort of just brokerage really that is interested in creating amazing human beings that are out there helping other people become better and become profitable and all that other stuff and it's just—it's interesting to think about that. Just, yeah, like yeah, like a whole yeah, university yeah. almost. You know, like That's just. That's brilliant.
1: It's yeah, and, and that, and I saw that too. You know, being in the room with you and you know the other person on your team, um, so and how you just instantly it just asking those couple open-ended questions and then a little nudge, right? right. You know, I just gave this like, because I, I was sort of like, oh, what if it was this, right? And yeah. and um, so, you know, it wasn't really like a coaching, but I just used a coaching question, open-ended question to get you guys thinking. And then just the energy in the room. That's how that energy in the room went up. Yeah. And it, it was positive and it's growth-minded and really cool things come out of it. And, and it's not an either-or, it's a... Many ways of right. of being, and then and then you choose, and you move forward, and and it just expands from there. So that's that's the tools that I have to coach that I'll be able to speak into more. And that's that's as I work with my real estate clients, because now I, I'm I'm doing that as well. I'm getting back into the production side of things instead of on the leadership side. And so as I work with my clients too, it's it's they're going through a change cycle. They're going through. Really? you know the way they're living somehow it's something happened in their life and so i've already started to use that kind of mindset as i'm working with them to get them to think you know it's just it's just not four walls and a roof but it's a lifestyle and it's is what does this mean and you know what are my goals for life and and i don't know, just some really cool conversations have been happening already
0: well from working so. with you for for this amount of time um I've actually changed the way I deal with my clients as well, and it really? is well. It's yeah. the same thing. I, I've been taken into everything because I appreciate that you say I, that you feel like I am a coach, right? And um, I've actually been taking that role. I, I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it, and I'm turning it into other things. Whereas now I have done this before, where I've taken a client, and it's usually so far it's been people that I take very good interest in, like like friends or family or something of that nature, and. They got like a four hundred credit score, right? right and yeah. this is what they're interested in. That, and yeah. Other stuff. Your heart goes and, out, You're like, uh. <laughs> right? A lot of people will be like, "Oh, well, you're not ready. Let me know when you are." Well, that's mm-hmm. not how I've been taking this approach. I've been taking, okay, let's 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 talk to a lender. Let's pull everything. Let's see what you need to incorporate your situation. I worked with someone for three years, three friggin' years to get him just to a point where he could purchase, and I coached him through the entire process. And right now we're dealing with like these, these are interest rates going up. Well they came back down a little and they're doing this and they're doing that. Well, I need to coach my clients and understanding Absolutely. that
1: yeah.
0: this is an average. Yeah. Six to eight percent is average. Right, yeah. Right? Yes, we're not in two to three percent, but that 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 is caused by global economy crisis. Like, let's be happy we're not there at the moment. Yes, it right. kind of sucks for your purchase, but hey, let's let's get you into a home now. If the rates do go up, like you say they may, well, then you're locked in here, and that's fantastic. And if they go down, like you say they might happen, refinance, and you're off to a better start. Like
1: You know what I love about what you're doing? Because I I remember a client that you also worked with who, and, and for example, I'm going to mess this up a little bit, but okay. he was the first person to own a home in his family. Yeah, that'd be right. Like yeah. generational. yeah. And what a difference in how, and how he viewed himself. And so being a coach, it's, it's helping guide them through on the con- consultative side of it, of what interest rates mean. And, and then you're coaching them, well, this is how you can dissect that and, and um, assimilate that and how you feel about it and how that impacts your goals for the future. But then to help them have a different identity yeah. as now wealth building because they own a home and that's a first step longevity and and you know and then if they have a 400 credit score well then what kind of identity are they carrying that caused mm-hmm. them to have that 400 credit score and what if they adopted a different identity where it was a 800 or what is it 750s credit score mm-hmm. and you know and making different financial and choices with, and look. that's what you're doing for people which is really amazing more than just the house itself well
0: it's hard because it, yeah. this is all this all, we're all talking about the same person right now this is rob yeah. Right, I worked with him for three friggin' years, and honestly, the first, the first time I talked to him, it was so negative, so negative. Well,
1: yeah.
0: my credit score sucks. Like I couldn't do that. Like I want a home so bad, but there's no way I could. My credit sucks, yeah. and I'm like, everyone makes mistakes. Like, let's figure out how to fix this. Let's figure out how to get you on the path. Because if you're telling me it's not possible at all, I can tell you you're wrong. Right. So let's figure out what's necessary and what steps you need to take in order to get there. That's
1: so great, yeah.
0: When it's 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 one of those where when we gave when I handed him keys, it was so amazing. Like this guy is the first one in his generation to to own a home. He's now setting a new standard,
1: right? Right? Like like in the next
0: generation after him, the standard is well, well, dad did it, right? So of course we 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 have to own a home. And then the, that generation's gonna be like, well, maybe we should have a rental property as well, yeah. right? And that's where you start the, creating these ripples yes. that create these positive moves. And it's just, it's just amazing for humans, you yeah. know, like to, to understand that process. And the hard part is that it really takes a certain type of person, which I learned the hard way, to create those type of, of ripples, right? Like I had to check in with them every three months for three years.
1: yeah. Yeah. right
0: where are you at how are you doing oh well man like i knew you were going to call me and he's like i was actually going to like refinance my car and like get a new car he's like but i was thinking like what would tyler think if i did that like it's like i'm not judging you do what you got to do right but like if you want to move up right maybe refinancing your car now instead of purchasing a new one is the move you want to make because you want that home right
1: yeah yeah so that's that's okay because you're building relationships along the way and yeah well and and
0: I've gotten a couple couple of sales from him because when you build a relationship like that
1: you talk about
0: you talk uh about buying a home he's like you need to talk to Tyler oh well like I I would like to own a home he's like I said the same shit
1: yeah this guy got three (laughs) years he
0: dealt he dealt with my bullshit to get me a home you know like because that's that's how Rob is anyways
1: Yeah. yeah
0: but um yeah, it's stuff like that that really—that's why I do it,
1: you know. And I tell yeah, everybody it, like, it is very rewarding, and it and, is. And, it, and it takes you're handing people their yeah. dreams. Yeah, but it takes you know the the gym though when you can commit to that type of a process. Than calling somebody every three months and touching in mm-hmm. and, and really showing that you care, which I know you do because you've talked about this gentleman quite a few times. Like, oh, this is what he's doing now. I'm so excited because I think this time in about 18 months he'll be there. <laughs> right. You know, right? right. You know, And so you stuck with it. And you were you were just as excited as he was yeah. in order for him to get that house. So Yeah. And it, you know yeah.
0: what? It wasn't a giant house.
1: It That's wasn't okay. a ton.
0: Like, but it's he did okay. it. And you yeah. know what? Give me a couple more years with him. Let's upgrade that house for you, bud. You yeah, know, like, yeah, he just and that's bought If his, you want.
1: Like you live in your first rental, right? And right. Then, yeah. So, yeah, he's got, his, he's got his rental. He's just living in it right now until he can find something else.
0: Absolutely.
1: So, you know, that's it's, awesome.
0: It's, it's stuff like that that makes me do any of the things I want to do. Like, even with lifting. Like like you're saying, like, in order to lift, you, you need to trust the process. Yeah. Are you going to see results? Not for at least six months.
1: Can yeah, you yeah. Can be
0: consistent for six months and I will show you results?
1: Right, yeah. Another that's so thing good. that's
0: that's hard, too, at least in the way that we lift, is uh, I tell everybody, throw away your damn scale.
1: Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That's funny. I don't own a scale. Right. I don't own one. And so every once in a while, I'll plop, plop on that one at the gym, and mm-hmm. and um, it never really seems to move, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> okay. But It's like, okay, you know.
0: but um, Well, I tell everybody to measure. Measure your yeah, body. Yeah, you
1: can tell how you're, yeah. Yeah,
0: because yeah. It's, it's interesting. I mean... I'm still almost close to 300
1: pounds right now. Good grief. You but don't look I, it. But, but that's I, like, yeah. It's a
0: lot of muscle. It's a lot of muscle. You know, and yeah. I'm not trying to stroke my ego or whatever. I'm a strong individual. In order to be that strong, you need an, a certain amount of muscle. And muscle is heavy. Yes.
1: It's very
0: heavy. And I mean, mm-hmm. I just did, um, you know, the ab wheels, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. So uh,
0: back in the day, I found out you're supposed to do those ab wheels on your toes. Huh? Yeah. So you're supposed to stand up, you lean over, put the ab wheel on the ground, and you go all the way to your stomach, and then you come back up to a standing position.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: You're not supposed to do it on your knees. That's the beginning movement.
1: Oh my goodness. To what you're
0: supposed to do, right. And so I saw someone do it, and I was like, what the shit are you doing?
1: And I'm like, well,
0: can I do that? No, I could not. Took me six months, and then I could do three. Interrupt.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: So at the gym, I'm, one of the- <laughs> I'm teaching these ab rollouts, which is what they're called. So without a wheel, what you do is you take a barbell, you put some plates on, and you do the same movement, but you're able to widen out. So it's easier to do the movement. Now everybody's doing them with their knees, and I'm like, well, this is the beginning movement, and we'll get to toes eventually. And they're like, that's um, not even possible. I'm like, okay, here. And I just did one in front of them. And everybody's like,
1: holy shit.
0: I'm like, yeah, I'm almost so you 300 get to- pounds.
1: Breaking through what's possible, right? People don't like, get what they're yeah, so That's the marathon, alive. that's the four minute mile rule, that's the, you know, things like, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Trust yeah. the
0: process because yeah. if someone can do it, you can do it.
1: Yeah, people don't, don't tell know me what you they're. Can't. People don't know what they're capable of, right? That's right. that's so great in so many other areas of life. And that's yeah. where the benefits that you're getting from your gym translates over into your real estate and coaching and other things. So, right. It it, it yeah. really helps
0: uh when you're when we break it down. I don't know, we've done this many times, right? What's your goal for the year? Yeah. How many deals does that take? Breaking it down to the day.
1: Yeah. How many calls do you need to so make how today? How many
0: calls do you need to yeah. make today? Who
1: do you need to touch Ten. base with you? Yeah.
0: You're telling me I make 10 phone calls, 10 good phone calls, and I'll be set for this $300,000 goal?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: That's insane. Well, you know what? I'm doing it. And I already yeah. have a pending for January. I have two for February already. And it's, and it's just growing. I have showings. I have a client coming in after this meeting. I have yeah. showings after that. That's awesome. Like it's yeah. just Because I'm actually doing the work. Of course, I did a lead system. I took a huge leap. And I'm spending around sixteen hundred dollars a month. Right? Yeah. Oh, well, you we don't want to say that out loud. Yeah. <laughs> well, I do also like yeah. to have people understand the reality of situations, right? Like, like that. Like I, well, I didn't spend, know if
1: you wanted to say. Yeah, but I spend yeah. quite a bit of money
0: on like a lead generation service. It has AI. It has this. I have lenders that are helping me make phone calls. I, I have set myself up for success. Now, to make good money, you spend good money,
1: right? right? Like yeah. that's
0: what happens if you want to make real money. Now, I'm spending a lot of money because I'm also building a team, so I need a structure that will support more than just me.
1: Right, yeah.
0: So that's why yeah. I'm doing all what I'm doing at the moment, but it's the same thing with, now this is probably a subject you're not super excited about, but I talk about it quite often on this podcast, which is like steroids. Oh, right. I
1: don't know a lot about steroids, so. Well, my, you know, my biggest issue
0: with that is people online, Instagram people, all these other people like, look at my physique, I'm 100% natural. And if you want to look like me, this is the program you do. Fuck you, dude. You're taking steroids.
1: Yeah. (laughs) People
0: don't look like that unless you're a genetic freak.
1: And there's not that many genetic freaks out there. (laughs) You're setting these
0: expectations for human beings.
1: You know, on the flip side of that, I laugh too at the the coaching programs where you see the girl lounging on the side of the pool in a little tiny bikini. And she says, I grew a $3 million program without cold calls, uh, uh, phone calls, uh, marketing, you know, or doing anything like, right. like, no, you didn't.
0: Right. <laughs> no, doing... you didn't. You're either lying <laughs> you yeah, you or like, or you're so selling. Then, a, a... Yeah.
1: So you're... why do you have this ad going out right now? Right. Then You know? <laughs> exactly. And then
0: that's the thing. Like maybe you didn't do all that yeah. in real estate. That's because you're spending all your money selling your coaching program that works.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is the same
0: yeah. shit you're going to teach these people. Like, you need to yeah. make these phone calls. You need to do all this other shit. Like, yeah. It's getting back to basics. Success is basic. Yeah. People just don't want to do it. Yeah. You want to lose weight? You, you eat a caloric deficit. How many calories are you burning in a day versus how many you're eating in a day? Yeah. That's what's going to make you lose weight. You want to gain weight? How many yeah. calories do you need there's, to
1: gain? There's switch-ups and there's things to do and you know, and whatnot. And, and so having a lead gen system, there's nothing wrong with that. It's right. it's the tickling of the ears of people like, oh, if I... It, it's, it provides an excuse for people who don't want to do the basics every day. Right. They're like, oh, well, I don't want to spend that. So therefore, I don't have the business, which is not true. It's false, yeah. You could have the business with the proper activity every single day. You're just ramping it up exponentially through a system that you're purchasing into.
0: Right. And, so. and the thing is, I still am on the phone all day. I get mm-hmm. a lead. You know what happens? I call that lead immediately.
1: What? You're Pick up the phone? Right. Yeah. That's the thing. So
0: it's the difference is that <laughs> yeah. these are warmer because yeah. they've contacted me with, with questions or something, right? And that's the thing. I'm skipping a certain process. If I made 10 calls a day, three of those would end up being warm leads, Three of those would end up being warm leads. And out of that, those three, every single day for five days a week, that's 15, right? 15 warm leads. Two turn hot. Yeah. A week. Yeah. That's, that's, that's like the breakdown I've, I've said for myself. Yeah. So the difference I'm taking is I'm not making all of these cold calls. These three warm leads a day are coming to me. And I'm turning those into the same fucking. It's the same system.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, I'm I'm excited for your success and watch what you're going to do this it. year. And I'm really happy to be here with you. I don't know. Is there another question? Where are there we at it? with it?
0: So right now we kind of just went over what it takes to be a good coach, how we feel about it, a lot of other stuff. And you know I feel like we hit some really good points. Yeah. Know? It's about 12:30 right now, and we both kind of got stuff to do. Oh good, yeah, so, yeah.
1: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a shameless plug. Can we do. talk about? Okay, please so. Do. I, um, I'm super, you know, when, what's that saying? When the student is ready, the teacher appears kind of thing or whatever. Um, and a huge shout out and thank you to Patty and the people that are in my life, you, and, you know, that are uh, allowed me to step into where I can, you know, get back into real estate and, and work with people. And most importantly, I can really dive into my coaching company. So it's, it's, um, I hired somebody to help me with a name last year um, to come up with like, you know, what name for my company? And after all these many wonderful names from Corazon Leadership to other things, we came up with Lock-In Leadership and Mindset. That works. (laughs) So anyway, so with that being said, the day that I decided that, okay, I'm gonna step out of my team leader role, my golden handcuff paid position, and I'm going out on my own, I received an email where I went to school at, and there's this program that they put together for certified coaches called Law of Being. And so it sounds very, you know, very broad, and you know, very, but it allows me, there's a formula that I take people through, and there's seven key areas of life. Um, We talked about working out, so the seven um, areas of your life are your physical body, your mental health, um, family and relationships, your finances and contribution, your career, other relationships, and your spirituality. Now, being in real estate for 21, 22 years, and being in leadership in real estate, the people who I connect with the best are people like you, the leaders, ones who want to develop their leadership skills and, and touching on those different areas so that you can be the very best leader but I am offering, I do have this Law of Being program that I am looking for participants to go through that. And if you want more information, just uh, hit me up. Um, you can email me at Ramona at LockinLeadership.com. Okay. So love to talk to somebody. Um,
0: if you text me the info you want in there, I'll, I'll plug it into the, the podcast okay. description as well.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's very powerful. It's a 16-week course and um, there's videos, there's a workbook, um, and one-on-one coaching with me.
0: Yeah, which uh, which yeah. again, I highly recommend. I I don't recommend a lot of coaches, you know. And, and uh, it takes <laughs> well, a lot for you. me to put you thank on you. that pedestal of calling you a coach, and I definitely have, and I do for sure. So yeah. um, so if anyone is interested, and in this is mostly real estate based.
1: It, it's the program is it could be for anybody. It's okay. um yeah that's it's not specific just to real estate. It's it's actually it it takes into. The account the um, energy leadership index um, and, and brings in a lot of science um there is research on the happiness advantage and and mm-hmm. i mean it really impacts a person's uh, you, like people who ha- are more positive in their outlook make more money they have better relationships so if you have a better marital relationship or a better spousal relationship you make more money so it it's nice. like so it's not specifically for real estate per se um, by any means, you know, but because I've been in real estate and i work with so many real estate agents, that's the, that's kind of the group that I've, you know, connect with right now. you became so, your niche at yeah. the moment. Okay. Yeah. Broker, broker owners or team leads are, are mine. And we, and I can devise programs to help team leaders with their group. And, um, and I work with a lot of lenders in town who invite oh, me in that, uh, for their group, um, to put on classes for real estate I agents. I went to one of those. Yeah. You, I think you did too. Yeah. Yeah, so and then um, and then some insurance companies too have been reached out reaching out to me because they yes. also work with teams. So, you know. With that be Tina? And and a few Is she others, doing that? yeah. Cool, man. Yeah. yeah, Tina's awesome. I love Gina. Tina She's so much. fun. She's so, talk about a positive outlook and right? uh, you know, there's case in point about what positive energy if, can do for if you. you want to <laughs> just
0: hang out with a, with a super fun Greek woman. Yeah, <laughs> you will know she's Greek you will almost know. immediately. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, she's fantastic. Yeah. She, I feel like she is like, um, like who would be like, like that aunt from my my uh, my big, big factory fat Greek Greek wedding. wedding. Yeah, the one yeah. that runs the uh, oh man the what it, the travel agency. Or something where she's like super happy, and she's like, ah, ah, like just all the time.
1: (laughs) Like she's gonna be that lady eventually. She's definitely
0: nowhere near that old,
1: right? No, no, no. She's a youngin still. Yeah. 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 So uh, awesome. What's her son's name? Manoli. Manoli. Yes. Yeah. Tina Blachos, oh, American Family. Um, yeah. Manoli. He's yeah, as cute as can be. Super high energy. Don't know where he gets it from. Yeah. Who knows, <laughs> right? God, Tina's, Tina's <laughs> amazing. Um, all right. So we'll kind
0: of close out. Right. Again, this is Tyler Toby Townsend.
1: And Ramona Locken.
0: All right. And she's uh, she's coaching. She's fantastic at it. Um, this is the eighth of January. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening.
1: Yes, thank you. Thank you for having me. It's fun.